Jam-packed to the rafters. Let's go up to our ring announcer. The following podcast is scheduled for one episode and is our vantage point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Outside, we couldn't see it from our vantage point. Wrestling fans, and welcome to our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Thank you guys for being back with us here. It is episode 275 here on Monday, June 20th, 2022. Summer is tomorrow, but today I'm Joe Murata along with Michael Quinn. How you doing there, Michael? Howdy, diddy. It's some wait, it's not summer? No. <laughs> Tomorrow is the official first day of summer. <laughs> News to me. Well, it's, been it's, hot. It's, it's hot as crap outside. And we have some hot crap to talk about today. Oh, yeah. Um, we thank you guys for being back with us here as we romp you through the world of retro wrestling. We really do appreciate you being with us here for episode 275. We have some stuff in store for you. Obviously, the 1984 canon coming up a little bit later. But before any of that, we want to remind you if you have a Twitter, follow us there. At OVP Podcast on Twitter for daily wrestling gifts. That's at OVP Podcast on Twitter. Also for the video side of things, we oh, do video. We have video. We do. We have video tapes and cameras and everything. Where, where are they filming? VCRs. <laughs> VCRs. Yeah. We use our VCRs to do the 1984 oh, camera yeah. clearly. Yeah. And uh, you can find it on YouTube. That hot new website. Oh, it's well, I mean, we're not used to all this new technology, uh, right? Well, the internet I heard is a series of tubes. Yeah, it's, it's a series of tubes. And, and a, we flush this podcast down the tubes down, and they right get down to you. The tube. <laughs> it's go going right down the tubes, all right. That's right. But if you want to watch us, uh, and who wouldn't, you can go to our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast on YouTube. Plus, there's daily wrestling videos uploaded there. And who could forget every episode of WBF Body Stars? I mean, it's <laughs> and you're really it's important, really important shit going for right. that sell. Uh, but that's our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast on YouTube. Subscribe there for all of our video content. And the secret Vimeo channel, OVP Podcast on Vimeo. They might need it. Sometimes. Sometimes you need it, so yeah. go there. And, of course, you can email us, ovppodcast at gmail.com. That is ovppodcast at gmail.com. But, Quinn, if people want to talk to you and me and well over a thousand other retro wrestling fanatics, where might they go? Over at facebook.com slash hot crap. It's a great site. No, no description. Sp- no space between hot and crap. No, just, just hot crap. Think, just hot crap. Hot crap. It's a site that's about hot crap and crap sure and is. more crap. <laughs> um, it's lovely. And you know how you get to the, our specific area of this dump over no there? Uh, you, there's a search bar. Oh. And you type in the search bar, our vantage point, dash, retro wrestling podcast, bing, bing, boom, tube, score, kaflui, hit the join group, and you're in. The only crap we're asking you to agree with is one rule, one rule only before you join the group, which is don't be what, Quinn? A stinker? Don't be no. a No. <laughs> Maybe, it. actually. Uh, it. it is a crappy site. Yeah, you know what? Don't be a stinker. Don't and also be don't be stinky. Also, don't be what? Don't be a dunderhead. Don't be a dunderhead. Uh, which would class? Yeah, be classified under stinker. Yeah, you know, it's, the it's same in thing. the same Synonyms. same weight class. <laughs> yeah, same weight class. Anyway, the whole point of the group, in all seriousness, now is uh, we want you to talk about old wrestling there. Whether you've been watching a long time or a little time, whether you like the '80s and '90s and beyond, or whether you just like one specific era, WWF, WCW, NWA, whatever it is, bring your questions, bring your topics, talk about it. Don't. Be an asshole. Yeah, we don't need that over there. That's all it means. It means no personal attacks, and don't be bringing up things I, about the person. Last week I said, don't give me member-reported 
alerts, and now everyone's like... <laughs> Travis Voltz is yeah, really... <laughs> everyone's just making a mockery of it over there. <laughs> uh, well, Chuck Mess redeemed you in- entirely, though, this past week, yeah, you know? Yeah, well, I, I didn't, like, I'm, I'm away on vacation, so I didn't, like, see no, it on else. time, and I come back, and there's this huge thread, I'm like, what's going on here? This is a Quinn appreciation yeah. thread. Uh, but thank you, everyone. Well, you deserve it, Quinn. So anyway, if you want to talk about old wrestling, you want to appreciate Quinn... Go to our Facebook group. It really is a fun time just to talk about old wrestling without getting into uh, personal attacks and things. That's on Facebook. And if you want more OVP content, you can get that at patreon.com slash OVP podcast. We have every WWF pay-per-view review out right now. It's King of the Ring. These go all the way back to the first WrestleMania. They come out once a month. Coming up in July, in your house, two dose electric boogaloo. They're giving away another house. It's oh, so exciting. We'll have to find out. Uh, allegedly, Jeff Jarrett's going to sing a song. Oh yeah, finally. So we'll find out what that's it, all about. Do we? If he sings the song and we like it, do we get a house? I think so. I think that's oh, the rules okay. this year. So, so nobody's getting a house. <laughs> you'll find out in a couple of weeks, folks. As we uh, do in your house two, and every prior WWF pay per view is on there. And the 1993 Monday Night Raw canon. We're going through every episode of Raw in video or audio form. And you can watch or listen along with us. Again, that's patreon.com slash OVP podcast if you wish to donate. Now, Michael. Yes. Halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. Great new opening segment. Yep. I've had a lot of fun with this one. Mainly because of the theme, right? Well, that's what people say. In fact, that yeah. theme is also available on patreon.com slash OVP podcast. Oh, are you releasing it? Yeah. The, the tapes? It is on there. Andrew Rogers requested it, and it is on there. So are you mailing out uh, um, audio cassettes to yes, these people? Yes, I need okay. everyone's address and yeah. uh, some money up front you know, yeah. just to cover the well, shipping, just for, obviously. Yeah, obviously. It's the, for the shipping. It's for the kids. I mean, this ain't the WWF calendar shipping, yeah, where just, it's like, it's nothing. Just allows six to ten weeks for yeah. it to arrive. For no, for dollar. <laughs> there you go. That's, no. what, that's what that money gets. It takes weeks to get there. Weeks. Anyway, uh, this has been a great segment. I've had a lot of fun with it because we're taking two things, we're putting them against each other. You know, people always want to know what's better, what event is better, what announcer is better, what wrestler is better. So Quinn and I are taking sides and we are putting them against each other in the brand new OVP versus series. Welcome back to the OVP Versus Series, where we're going to find out who is better. You know, I, I found that so funny. Last week, I just had like a moment in my home where Did I was you? like, I, I just literally like found the spot. And I just replayed it six times so I could stop laughing because I was just <laughs> thinking about it. Well, that's very flattering, Quinn. Uh, folks, we are taking your suggestions for this. You can do that on Facebook. There's a pinned post, but... This one was by way of three people, so we knew we had oh, to do it. by way of three. By way of three. We've got Christian Mushy P. Simon. Okay, all the way from the Mush Center. All the way there. from the Mush Center. We have our very own, and it was submitted under Michael Dokes. Oh, specifically, <laughs> Yes, eh? Michael Legday Dokes. Yeah. And Ely DeHaven, who uh, never heard that never name Never heard of him. I guess new listener. Maybe. I'm not sure, but thank you three for suggesting this one. I'm going to be acting as a proxy in this one, meaning I actually... <laughs> Which means you don't like either of these things, no, or, I like, or you like one more than the other. I like the one that you're going to pick more, but it isn't about who I like more, right, to find out who's better. So I will be arguing on the behalf, I guess, of the Road Warriors, Legion of Doom. Hey, listen up! There's been a lot of sports writers and sports editors flapping their yaps about us getting soft! Quinn, who are you got? Demolition. Demolition. They're so good. We're not going to cry, we're not going to bellyache, and we're not going to make any excuses. What we are going to do is come back after the championship. Now, the obvious comparison here, as we all know, Quinn, is that Demolition 
was the Road Warrior ripoffs. You addressed that right away. Here's the thing. Sometimes the ripoffs are better in the, in this case. Well, you know what I mean? Let's like think the about demolition that. Is more of like an enhancement. They're like an evolution. They're like when uh, Charmander becomes Charizard. Just you know, like, like that. Just, uh, just like that from the Pokemon. From yeah. the Pokemon. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The plural. Yeah. Does this guy know how to party or what? Well, I mean, there might be some merit to that. Was not Ric Flair uh, directly inspired by Nature Boy Buddy Rogers? Yeah. He was, seriously. I mean, yeah. they even had a battle of the Nature Boys. In and Greg Valentine's like the bootleg We're not going to go there. We're not going also. there this time around. <laughs> uh, was not Hulk Hogan inspired by Billy Graham? Yes. Okay. Is it not possible then to achieve the same or higher success as what you were inspired by? Yeah, absolutely. So, th- so then for Demolition to be ins- clearly inspired by the Road Warriors, I mean, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, but also this isn't like the superstars that were Demolition had decided to, like, we really like LOD. This was like Vince McMahon, like, oh, we can't get Demolition. You know what I mean? We can't get LOD. Road yeah. Warriors, yeah. yeah. Or, so, I'm sorry, yeah, we can't get LOD. Well, the deal with the Road Warriors, obviously, is they were influential. I mean, they were the first team of their kind. 1983, I want to say off the top of my head, they started teaming up. Obviously, Hawk and Animal. We're not doing the whole career biographies here on these guys. But, but they're, you know what's funny about them? They're like a ripoff in and of themselves. Of what? Because they're from like Mad Max yeah, or but whatever. It, but in the wrestling world, they were unique. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I get it. But there was also Lord Humongous like from the movie or something. Yes, like he was true. also a wrestler. Sometimes it was Sid. Yeah. This is real. But a lot of like Mad Max related people in wrestling. Well, it was a very cool thing. Very yeah. neat thing to emulate. I too am a neat guy. But anyway, the Road Warriors were the first team of their kind. These big hulking guys with the face paint and the spikes and the leather and Paul Ellering. And um, I mean, but they stampeded through Georgia Championship Wrestling, AWA, Japan. They had a lot of success in Japan. Crockett. Yeah. Then obviously the WWF. And then they went back. They did the WCW, Japan, all the the other. They jumped all over the place. They did. Drunk Hawk. Okay. Yeah, I know. Tons of stuff. LOD 2000 draws. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tag champions pretty much everywhere they went. Yep. Which is a huge deal. Over everywhere they went there's a reason why there's such a thing as a road warrior pop as they call it seriously they do i guess the term road warrior pop came as soon as the drum beat from iron man played or you heard hawk say what a rush you know what i find confusing about them though what is this interchangeability between road warrior and legion of doom well you know what Um, and it always just even as a child i was like i don't get it like what who who are they what it's pretty clear i mean they were in the legion of doom stable which eventually was just whittled down to being their nickname and paul ellering with paul ellering and then when the wwf brought him in they made them the legion of doom but they remember they would refer to him road warrior hawk Road Warrior Animal. The Legion, the Legion of Doom. Is, yeah. Again, confusing. I think the Road Warriors is a better name, truthfully. Actually, I think Legion of Doom for marketing is better because L-O-D. Well. L-O-D. Like, everyone that, likes to yell that. It's probably why Vince picked that one, yeah. you know, differentiated. But anyway, the comparisons are often made, and the WWF diehards, of which I am one, mm-hmm. they're going to say Demolition's better anyway. So, Quinn, you are also a WWF diehard, and since I am arguing as a proxy for the L-O-D... Well... What a fucking honor. I could only wish to attain such a prestigious achievement in my life. Oh, to have that glory bestowed upon me. You legion of dick. I'm, I've already pointed out they were the originators. They were extremely over. They were extremely successful. They had a longer run. They mm-hmm. had more success. So what makes, in your mind, Axe and Smush, mm-hmm. what makes them better? It really is just like, I think the look is better personally. I just like the shiny black whatever they're wearing. But like well, also we know what they're wearing. What, no. what I think's interesting about them too is 
they're both not extraordinarily big people, but they're big enough. And I always thought they, for whatever reason, because of like the outfits, they just looked imposing. Like they look like they could beat the shit out of anybody, honestly. And like one of them's mass superstar. Well, like, he's you know what I mean? Tremendous. Yeah, I'm just saying they had a an it factor to them, and they also looked really good with gold on. Like, because it did. goes with the, the smashing and like metal and blah blah blah. Like, remember the time they said they were going to like forge their tag titles? Yeah, they did. WrestleMania six. The other thing that I always thought worked with them is that they always they made them look imposing, but like at the drop of the hat, they could like have a heel get a one up on them and take the belts, and then sure. they'd have this like brainbusters, glorious like win over them again. Colossal connection that would like sure. pop the arena. When they when they won the title back, they were always good at like that comeback thing, right? Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, to, in Demolition's credit here, and again, I am a big Demolition fan. Uh, between '88 and '90, that's mm-hmm. like their heyday. You know, they started. Quick history with them: They started in January of '87. It was Johnny V. Very yes of the team known as, in my interpretation, the Demolition. Come in, gentlemen. Very briefly, uh, a taping or two it was Randy Colley as Smash, and then it was Barry Darso. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they obviously lasted until the spring of '91. Yeah. In the WWF, Axe went on to like do it with Blast and that doesn't Hux or whatever. Is that is that, the, is that like the demolition version of the Legion of Doom? Yeah, like, it's like the other yeah, folk. It's like the LOD two thousand or when Kensuke Sasaki is that yeah. who it was oh, with, with God. was with Hawk. Yeah, Power but, Warrior. But I do think the other thing that I wanted to mention what okay. kind of makes the Legion or sorry what the ma- demolition what makes the demolition honestly is the music. Oh my God! Yeah, LOD used Iron Man for most of their career. It's, uh, in my opinion, and maybe some people will just be see. This is what I what I have a problem with. Because some people will always be like, "Well, Weissman's music is always better," but in this particular case, this fucking demolition song is like, in my eyes, is one of the best songs of the '80s. It's awesome. It's one of the top original wrestling themes ever. Yeah, you know it it's is fucking awesome. And, and, and honestly, yeah. you know what the thing is. I think WWF knew they had to, if they were going to have like a fake version of LOD or whatever they thought it was. Yeah, it's their version of it. They knew they had to have a music that was like, maybe it couldn't be licensed, but it had to kind of match Iron Man at a bare minimum. Yeah, that's a good point. Right? That really yeah. is a good point. Right? Yes. Like, and honestly, I personally, as a like music, like things, music that I like to listen to. Quinn likes music is what he's trying to say. I personally prefer the demolition theme to Iron Man. That's just me. I do too. I do too. I'm with you. Uh, Here come the axe and here come the smasher. The demolition walking disaster. And see, that's the one thing is that, you know, you have licensed music. It's not necessarily written about the LOD, but like the song is like talking about them as they're like, kind of like, they don't even like storm to the ring. They kind of stomp to the ring. I don't know how how yeah. else to describe when demolition comes a in. A little but, stompy, yeah. yeah. And the 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 black hockey master, a nice touch. Yeah, they look like Jason or something. They look like Jason. Uh, one of the things about demolition that you can't take away from them is that again, from their heyday, eighty eight to ninety, especially eighty nine, ninety, they were probably second or third, I should say, only to Hogan and Warrior as far as the most over. Um, and that's saying in something in that yeah. time period, right? They they were like the preeminent tag team champions. Like it they was were. like it felt like by default in that period, like demolition should always hold the titles, and when they didn't, it always was like they got fucked over or yeah. some horse shit happened. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, they had a virtual stranglehold on them from March of '88 until the summer of '90. They were just unbeatable. Yeah, but I mean, a lot again, a lot of this is true about the Road Warriors. They were one of the most over, you know, tandems that there was. Now, Entities. So, yeah, so I think the other thing, you know, Demolition's got, I said the outfits before, but the masks, right? I felt like Road Warriors, they got the, the spikes, right? So and the face paint. Well, yeah, they have face paint, but actually, I like the Demolition when they expose the masks, and it's that 
it's always different a little bit, the face paint, which is actually pretty cool. Until later, yeah. Yeah, but, like, I always just loved when they would take the mask off and they, ah, like, you know what I mean? Like, almost like there's, like, they're, they're like, creepy or something underneath well, They're there. a little creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I think they, they properly, like, countered the spiky shoulder pads. Like, with that. They had their own thing. Let's put it that way. And they had spikes anyway. They, they just did. had... Hundreds of tiny spikes on their different own. spikes. They had different. They had little spikes. Little porcupine spikes. But they didn't, they made up for it with the mask. That <laughs> there's one thing about LOD though that I, I got. Listen, I, I'm arguing by proxy because I prefer demolition. It doesn't mean that uh, I don't think LOD was first or is moreover or lasted longer. One thing you got to say about the demos though, Quinn, is they are for the people that care about this. They're much better wrestlers than Hawk and Animal. Absolutely. They actually Especially really are. Especially when you are. mass superstar on yeah. your team. And, but, and Barry Darso's no slouch Barry either. Barry Darso's no slouch either. I mean, what do you mean, boo? Yeah. <laughs> like, he's, he's amazing. What do you mean, boo? But the LOD were more physically imposing, I think, Quinn. I mean, they're bigger guys. They are. They, they look are. much more badass, I think. That when Demolition's I was a, kind of flabby. When I was a kid... Let's be honest. Uh, I'm not going to lie, and I know this happened from time to time, but I always thought Hawk was like, was he a like like when I didn't know like much about the NWA stuff because we didn't have access to it? Yeah. Like I was like, was that guy like a singles wrestler? Was he like the world champion somewhere? Hawk. Like Hawk looked like I don't know. There's something about Hawk. He just looks like he should be like on his own for whatever reason. He definitely seems like the leader. Is he the captain? Yeah, and if Axe is the cap, he's Hawk is the axe of of LOD, okay. obviously. But also, like with Demolition, they they kind of blend together a little bit better, and they even like played that shit up. They did, like even with the crush, uh, crush. Well, that's not a point yeah. in their favor, is it? Now, I think I think we do need to talk about um, how each other's later careers stacked up against each other because like they're both like equally kind of dumpy here's the thing i mean demolition's run is so short i know but i mean there's that period where they give them music and, and yeah at the and end of 90 crushes wrestling too much crushes wrestling with and the smash. shellfish yeah. and all that <laughs> and the shellfish yeah. i mean that's really bad but it, it was the end of the run for demolition the lod i mean after their wwf run animal was out for four years but he would come back and end up wrestling longer. In WCW, they they reformed, yeah. yeah. And then um, and then they went to WWF, obviously, in 97, which at first was a good run. Their 97 is pretty good, and then the Outlaws come in and they do all that, and then LOD 2000 happens in 98. I actually, you know, I'll say this about um, Hawk and Animal interacting with the Outlaws that I liked. It didn't feel like LOD was, like, holding them back in retrospect, right? They were, like, letting them... Like, as a big name, they could have said, we don't want to do that. And we'll we'll just fucking go to Japan or something. We don't want to lose to these guys. Right, right, right. But they would, I mean, from week to week, they really let the outlaws eat their lunch. Like, they kicked their butts. Good point. You know? Yeah, they did. They did. You know? It really helped to establish the New Age Outlaws. And that says a lot about the Road Warriors as a team. Right. A lot of people tend to forget that, like, LOD is really kind of who put them over. Uh yeah, more than anyone in yeah. the early days. Yeah, LOD I agree with was you. like they made they they made LOD look like big losers. Yeah, which was which like no one did. Yeah, which was like surprising. Yeah, right? yeah. I gotta say though, I mean, I, as much as I like Demolition more, there's really no arguing with the Road Warriors' influence. I mean, they're uh, an influx, and I can only think of a couple. And I know there's more of imitator teams came in after that. I mean, the Powers of Pain. That's like an actual Road Warrior ripoff. That's like a. That's, but that's intentional. Crappy, though. Yeah, yeah. But that's intentional. 
to... Did you ever think it was funny that they had them fight Demolition? Cause, like, they yeah. were like the dumpy that version. The point, right? yeah. yeah, but the Blade Runners obviously were another one. And there, I know there's others on the in the territories. I just can't think of them off the top yeah. of my head. I mean, I think, see, the thing that LG has is they were kind of an influence of it's like huge. the big imposing kind of over but they're also heel like i don't know like lod is like a weird different thing as opposed to like you know back in the day when they'd have like just two big russians or like right. you know what i mean like lod well, is like a different it's almost like this like they're imposing but their faces but sometimes they're not and like well, I, yeah they're, they're kind of like they're kind of dicks they like, were, you know what i mean they were designed to be heels but they got over because their look and the difference between them and demolition is an lod squash match those are like legendary. When they, when they want to kick the shit out of somebody in, in NWA, yeah. they do it. And they do it. And, and of and course, it looks we, more physical, too. We know the point of wrestling is to hurt your opponent in real life. We know that that's the point. And you right. should be proud when I, you do that. Listen, I get it. But there's also like a point here that they were trying to establish. Like they wanted these matches to look brutal. And they did. Yeah. You and know what I mean? Did. Like this was that was like 100%. the intent in this case. And I think. That's really what got LOD over. Nobody saw people kicking somebody's ass like that. Well, especially in tag team form yeah. like that. Especially their finishing move. Right. Oh, yeah. The uh, Doomsday Device. Right. Better finisher than Demolitions, although I like yeah, theirs. But I, I agree. And then the thing about the demos is they're much more conventional wrestlers wearing costumes. Yes. Sometimes you, to can, be sometimes you can tell. Um, I think in their, their, like, their big heyday, like you said, like that. that's when it started to like, they, you know... Mass wrestler really was main like he was axe now and like Barry yeah. Darso was really fucking smash. Like it almost felt like within a year or two they were so far removed from what they both were. The evil Russian Crusher Khrushchev yeah, and Mass yeah, Superstar. Like they, they, yeah. They, it was very quick, but you're right. At the beginning, it really? did seem like some guys playing a role here. Yeah, and especially the the eighty seven Johnny V iteration. Ugh. They weren't even like a serious team. They didn't matter at all. Remember we were watching one of those house shows or some shit from I mean, 87 they didn't, they didn't lose they, but they lost didn't, in the show we watched they did remember and you were like wait they lost my kid they were like a jobber team for a little while uh-huh. but they, they weren't serious that part, yet. but yeah. yeah i mean they masked that too they, they acted like that never happened right yeah. once fuji came in and they kind of just moved past everything they yeah, exactly yeah uh clearly lod lasted longer mm-hmm. i think they're more influential i think they have a stronger legacy but with all that said you can't sleep on demolitions overness I think the one thing that I that I never saw because like here's the thing is the moments demolition had on top like where they were like you know at the big pay-per-views where they they got a big win or whatever right sure those always felt so much bigger to me than whenever like the one time they tried the same thing with LOD at SummerSlam and it was kind of like this the imitation version of like the hearts beating <laughs> beating demolition the year before yeah but I mean to, to- to LOD's credit, they were very over even in the garden. Yeah. I mean, they were. They were also, very LOD over. LOD was very annoying in that match at SummerSlam 90. Uh, I think their WWF run in general was a bit of a misfit. Yeah. I mean, I know th- it was okay. I think the second one, weirdly, was better just because they, it, they, it was a unique thing for them. It was different, them. yeah. It was, it was. It was. It was different. I know there was some lows, like the, the hawk drunk angle. Um, That's a horrible angle. It's a horrible it, angle. It was bad. I thought it was real, and I'm not even kidding. No, so did I. Like, because I thought, like, I knew in real life that Hawk had a drinking problem, but also, like, 
they did it was pretty convincing like it was scary it was. at times like it was like the what the time he walked on the thing like up up there and i got like scared bro what if we what 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 what, what if we have mike walk on the titan tron up there yeah. Ed, and 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 what if, can he fall into something so he doesn't hurt his ass you yeah. know and it's just I mean, we, we came to learn that that was that, that part was actually all an act Right, yes. like that. None of that was like Hawk wasn't really drunk. Not at that moment. No, right. no, no. And you know, demolition had a crush, but uh, LOD two thousand had a draws. So I guess we're even on that. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but overall, Quinn, as much as I love demolition, the edge in in probably overall like importance goes to LOD. Uh, importance, yes. The legacy end of it. But I would argue that demolition. I I know this. People might not want to hear this. But I think the highest highs of demolition are much higher than the highest highs of LOD. I don't know because I don't. What is the highest highs of LOD? There's two. There's two that I think of. There's the one in WrestleMania six. No, well, of LOD, I'm saying. Yeah, oh, demolition. WrestleMania six. WrestleMania six, and demolition's got the what is it? SummerSlam eighty nine. I'm trying to think of the one where they like the six man. The, the, the when did they beat the Brain Busters? That shit was awesome. That's just that's on Saturday night's main event. Saturday night's main yeah. event. I always forget what show it's on, but I remember watching the match and it was fucking cool. LOD's got the SummerSlam 91. Other than that, I'm sure in house shows across Georgia and shit that there was like moments like that, but like it was never captured on a national scale, really. Well, yeah, you know, I don't think we we know enough about their 80s run. Mm -hmm. To be fair. I mean, like War Games and shit was cool with LOD. Yeah, War Games, there you go. That's one of their highs, actually. But I mean, that includes like other people. Sure, it includes, (laughs) yes, it includes other people. I don't know. They also had a lot of success in Japan. I'd say they're more influential. I'd say they are uh, more successful. I'd say they had a longer run. I think Mm -hmm. those are all true stories. However, I prefer Demolition because I'm a WWF fan at heart. But I also like their style in the ring. Mm-hmm. Which does matter to me a little. Yeah, I like demolition style more. I can't. You know, the That's funny all. thing is, I can never figure out which one was more marketable. Because here's the thing: is both L- were LOD. Man, all the fucking kids had that like those LOD shoulder pads, yeah, the foam shoulder pads, right? But at the same time, like demolition, like they just kind of like people just had shirts and stuff, and some people were painting their face and things like that, and yeah, like I don't know, like they were very popular to the WWF fans to the point where like I know we always joke about it but I'm sure this that guy that thought Axe could win the Royal Rumble or whatever probably like wasn't the only one like and I'm not even kidding like that's like how fucking over demolition was they were even when they like fought each other in the Royal people were like this is inconceivable like what the fuck like like, who's even gonna win they're so powerful right yeah you know I think it's going to probably on the Facebook group because we're having polls, by the way, uh, and you can vote there on our Facebook group. I think it's going to come down to which promotion you're a fan of more or perhaps mm-hmm. grew up with. Uh, as I said, I was making arguments on the Road Warriors' behalf because someone here had to, and I do appreciate them. I just happen to like Demolition more, Quinn. I know you're Demolition yeah. all the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> demolition all the way. You don't need did to Adam convince me. Did Hawk ever fight each other for anything? Like, did that ever happen? I don't know. I'm trying, I, like, I'm trying to think because... Like, sounds they, like something Vince Russo wanted to do and didn't. It sounds like something that every promoter in the country probably wanted to do <laughs> at some point because it would probably draw huge dollars. Like, it might if done, if done well, yeah. yeah. Uh, but folks, if you want to do something well, go to our Facebook group and vote. Is it the LOD... 
Is it demolition? Who's the better tag team? There will be a poll. You can do that on our Facebook group. But thank you, three fellows, for uh, suggesting this one. And keep those suggestions coming, folks, on our Facebook group. And that is the story with that segment. Quinn, when we come back, we are kicking off a brand new month, the final month of 1984. It is December 1st, 1984, on the 1984 canon. That is coming up right after this. Now we got a couple of guys here that are with us. The demolitions. Come on, guys. These guys, plus the Heart Foundation, are gonna run amok at the Saddle Dome, and we're gonna wipe out the killer bees and the silly old supposedly Can Am connection when actually in fact me and the anvil are the real Can Am connection. You know, tonight in Calgary, it's kinda chilly out there. It's kinda cold. <laughs> I wonder it'll be just as cold in the ring after the match. <laughs> it's not going to be cold at all. We only have a few more hours to wait. We have been waiting and waiting and waiting, and we don't want any excuses, boys. We don't want anybody stepping in there at the last moment and saying, wait a minute, I made a mistake. I don't want in this brawl. Because it's too late. <laughs> right here tonight in Calgary, history is going to be made. We're making our first appearance we're also going to send our first opponents to the local hospital. <laughs> what? You should have shot that thing in my face. Get that out of my face. <laughs> what do you say, guys? Let's take the mask off those killer bees and just stick them on the oil cans to really humiliate them. <laughs> no, 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 baby. You're going to have four stretchers out there. Killer bees on two stretchers. And the night, I'm going to send them on. Don't you dare miss Tonight, baby. Tonight, tonight. Hello, wrestling fans. While we're on a break here, just a quick reminder to check out some friends of the show. These are other independent wrestling podcasts. We want you to check them out. Start with Book in the Territory. This will get you everything for your southern fried, very classy, unprofessional wrestling coverage of the NWA, WCW. It is Book in the Territory. And check out GFA Live with Peter Winson and Kathy as they trek you through some classic episodes of WWF television. Maybe a movie you never know. So check out our friends of the show. It is Book in the Territory and GFA Live. Hiya! Yeah, hello, wrestling fans, and welcome back to the 1984 canon. Yeah, I think that's what this is, right? Yeah, this is that's where we're at. <laughs> that's what we're doing. You here. heard the song, right? <laughs> I heard the song. December first, 1984. We are kicking off a brand new month and the final month of 1984. Thank you for being with us here. This is also part of episode 275 of our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast on Monday, June the 20th. If you're watching here on video. Do not adjust your monitors. Neither of us are Vince Russo. I might be. Well, yeah, actually, well, Quinn might be. Uh, I'm Joe Morata. That's Michael Quinn over there. Hi. I think. <laughs> Hi, bro. Hi, bro. <laughs> no, I was trying to do a Vin 
Hi, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. There you go. Yeah, that, I, a little more. Much better. Middle pitch. Yeah, yeah middle pitch. Yeah. Thank you for uh, joining this middling pitch here, folks. Whether you're on the audio or the video, if you are a video viewer for the first time, we have a whole archive of Retro Wrestling Talk. It's our vantage point, Retro Wrestling Podcast. It's a podcast that comes out every single Monday about old wrestling. If you're on the audio version, a reminder, you can watch this right now along with us on YouTube, our vantage point, Retro Wrestling Podcast on YouTube. And the final reminder is to follow us on Twitter at OVP Podcast. And if you want the Monday Night Raw version of this whole watch-along thing, mm-hmm. patreon.com slash OVP Podcast for just $2. We don't like to call it watch-along around here. We call it the canon. It's the canon, that's yeah. right. So there's a Monday Night Raw canon that comes out on Fridays because, you know, Mondays and Fridays, it's great. Right. Anyway, we are here as part of episode 275 for the December 1st, 1984 We've approached December. Eh? Yes, the it's final chilly. The, it's a little frosty in here, mm-hmm. but it means it is the end of the calendar, Michael. Oh boy, Glenn. here we go. What do we do? The last month. Mm. Ugh. <laughs> Doesn't so sound promising. Somebody who's not here anymore is on here. Bob backing with his old. Oh, what a way to end the year! Old ass belt there. That's great. Chris Orlando's happy right now. No, that's Arnie. great. Ugh. Don't, so, don't okay. worry about Arnie. As we do, um, what is this? The first. Yeah. So there's really only one day on here as the first. Uh, but uh, apparently it's the anniversary of uh, Stasiak wins the WWF title in 1973. Beat Pedro Morales. But as we tend to do here, uh, we like to go, what's the advertisement this month? Oh, what do we got? It says, the action comes to life, now available to fans and collectors. Beautiful 8x10 glossy black and white souvenir photos of the stars of WWF. You can order a set of six photos for only fifteen dollars plus a dollar postage and handling. Choose from Bob Backlund, Andre the Giant, Ivan Koloff, Superfly, Morocco, the Samoans, Tony Gurria, Rocky Johnson, Animal Steel, Ivan Putsky, Mr. Fuji. Oh wow. Oh, I, I want to get that one. one. And Tito Santana. Photos sold in sets only, not available separately. Look at that, Quinn. Now also, by the way, just just a reminder at the end of this mag of this. Mag- not magazine, but uh, calendar. Calendar. A victory. It is that time of the year to subscribe once again to Victory Man at Magazine, the official publication of World Wrestling Federation. <laughs> it's never too late, but now is probably the best time to renew your subscription. Really? Now, right now it's is. over. Yeah, it's <laughs> over, man. They only had three issues. Stop living in the past, yeah. Victory. But we got a lot of birthdays this month, so I'm excited here. Looking forward to December. Yeah. I'm looking Just forward to remember to resubscribe to Victory. Don't forget. Yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, December. I mean, it's the final month of 84, and what a way we've come. We'll be ending this year and moving on to the 1985 canon real soon. Mm-hmm. When we last left off, Quinn, in uh, November, we had uh, the Briscoe brothers defeated the team of Adrian Adonis and Dick Murdoch in a non- non-title match. Non-title. We did not see Billy Jack Haynes, as promised. Good. We did not see Bret Hart. As promised. Kind of sad. You know, they cut I, me. When does he show up with the horse or whatever? I don't, I don't really do that. That's people think I did. But he said it. No, I didn't. Uh, the, I didn't want to be a cowboy. Bret Hart DVD I from like 04. I didn't want to be a cowboy. They yeah. wanted me to have a horse. I don't want a horse. Anyway, <laughs> we didn't get any of that stuff, but we did get uh, Bobby Heenan on the uh, Blackjack Barbecue. Yeah. Kid. Also, he's great. decided to like be in the arena more, which is interesting. That's very nice. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Ace Orton. Is oh, now the with ace the, of comedy. Yeah. He's Funny with, man Bob Orvin. He's with Ron Piper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ron. Ruddy. Uh, and we got to see a great Madison Square Garden match with uh, the Tonga Kid. Oh, that was fun. That was yeah. some really good stuff. So, 
This is the final month of 84. Thank you to everyone that's with us here, whether you know, on video or audio. Yes, you know, Lynn. These, if, if you haven't been around for the canon, uh, I always feel December is a little barren other than like the Christmas episode. We'll have to find out. They're, yeah. they're usually just like, I don't know, just filling time. Isn't that what you always called Battle Royal season? Yeah, Battle Royal season. December. It's true. We'll see what happens here. I'm sure Andre. they'll be advertising, Andre the Giant will be in some <laughs> Battle Royal. Don't worry. Yeah, don't, he'll don't win. worry. He'll be there. Yeah. Uh, 15-man Battle Royal. Yeah. Uh, anyway. I go about it. Don't worry. Without any further ado, we're going to bring on the scope in three, two, one. Scoop. Now, black, I, black screen. I do have a note from uh, Richard Land about this, Quinn. What? That note is that he had to put something at the beginning of this 84 canon here Why? for continuity purposes or something. I don't know. I don't okay. know. Well, so, I guess we'll find out. So it's not going to start with Hulk Hogan dancing around. And, I don't believe so. In his swishy <laughs> video or whatever. We'll find out. But without any further ado, whether you're on the video or the audio, this is WWF Championship Wrestling, December 1st, 1984. What is this? Okay, so we're at MSG, and that is Sal Balomo and Bobby oh, the Brain Heenan. is this this famous match I've heard about? I've seen this one, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. no. Now, this is the November. Wow, Sal Balomo looking jobberific right now. His, he needs a haircut. It's not even tall as tall as the ropes. <laughs> I'm not really sure about Sal Balomo's lilac-colored jacket, yeah. either. Why is this happening? Remember they just had Bobby wrestle sometimes? <laughs> they just weird. did. Because he draws heat. <laughs> he looks like 91 Bobby yeah. in that getup, doesn't he? He does. Now, does he have um, his his famous singlet? Yeah. That's always been his gear, right? The one that Andre copied from him. Super weird that Bobby the Brain Heenan has, like, just a regular-ass wrestler here. <laughs> in 84, yeah. Like, nobody to back him up or anything. No, just Bobby Heenan the wrestler. So, what I've noticed about Bobby since he's come in, they have not yet made him look stupid. No. Isn't that weird? Because that's like, to me, that's the that's the signature of Bobby the Brain here, right. right? It's to look stupid. They are letting him be funny, but he's not a buffoon. He, he's yet. not. A, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we got Lord Hayes and uh, Gorilla on commentary. Right. That referee, Quinn, when he turns around, you're going to see this very stern goatee. What is that guy's name? I, I don't know. He looks name. like he's got muscles, though, which is interesting. Yep. Also. Handshake. What is wow. this? Bobby and Baloma with a handshake. They're was not it, the same size. Was this the first time in Bobby's history as a wrestler, as a wrestler, that he ever got to fight in the Garden? I don't know if he ever did. Like, oh, you know what? Maybe that's why he's doing. Maybe they, maybe they wanted to give him a Garden kind match. of a favor. If, I'm know. only coming if I get one match in the Garden. The only thing he said is. Because he was asked this in his shoot interview. Like why? Like, why is this even a thing? And Bobby's just like, I don't know. They booked it. <laughs> That's what he said. He's like, they just booked it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's like, well, I have a contract. <laughs> yeah. I guess I got to fucking do it, they, right? They booked me. It's not like I haven't wrestled before or anything. I guess I can. If you've never seen Bobby Heenan wrestle, I'm sure a lot of the cannon, cannonballs He's here have. Right? He's uh, very good at psychology in the ring. Yeah. It's not like uh, yelling at the crowd already. What what make, cracks me up about Bobby as a wrestler is he just doesn't look like one. He just looks like a fucking nerd. But honestly, Quinn, he doesn't look much worse than Sal Balomo in there. Well, no. In all seriousness. But Sal Lock Balomo looks more dirty, like, and I expect wrestlers to look a little more rugged. Like, you do? Yeah. Okay. A little bit. I like, wouldn't call Sal Balomo rugged by any stretch of the imagination his in 1984. Hair sure is rugged. It's a little raggedy, yeah. yeah. As we get a lockup on the ropes here, Bobby backs Balomo to the ropes. How has Sal Balomo fell so far, <laughs> far that he's fighting Bobby the Brain Heenan and he might lose? It's tremendous, like, Quinn. Like, what? <laughs> I love it. Clean break by the Brain side. Had that little punch. Sal Balomo, you, you know, believe it or not, just a couple months ago, never lost a match. 
Oh, it's real. Yeah. See, that's the classic psychology there. As soon as Bulma comes after him, Bobby hides in the ropes, covers right. his head. Gorilla and... I, can I just say? I must say. Gorilla and Hayes are so pleasant. They are very pleasant. Let's, you want to listen in? Let's listen in for a second. Salvatore missed a golden opportunity Absolutely. There. But then again, does he know as much about Heenan as we do? Uh, probably not. But if the guy's so, gonna oblige me by turning his back to me, what is this already? Gorilla's giving him shit. He like barely knows him in, well, the, in the canon. If if you recall, they're they're not saying directly where he came from, but they're clearly intimating that we know who he is from other places already. Gorilla's wise yeah. to his shenanigans, and, and so like, is Hayes. Hayes yeah. feuded with him right, in like yeah. seventy nine or eighty. Right, you know. So they're not they're not pretending that he's this rookie manager. They've been doing that with everyone lately. Have you noticed yes. that anybody that comes in, they're like, uh, he was some somewhere. Yeah, they're not the, saying the, where. It's like. <laughs> Maybe like in, in in the lower wrestling federations right. or something. It was all the rustling. Yeah. Remember, even with Valentine and Piper, they did like the handshake. Yeah. They were acknowledging the star kid. Bulma going to work with right hands. The garden likes a corner whip. Brain into the corner. Beautiful bump out of the corner. One of my favorite things about this time period that I know pisses um, guys like over at Book in the Territory off is probably that WWF acts like everything else is like the minor leagues and bush and like just cruddy and like not as good as this they still do that to this day and ironically they're not wwf while saying that during this specific time period they're not even really the best they're not like you know what there's I mean? no how do you measure that you know yeah. what i mean all wrestling's pretty hot right now across the country. It doesn't matter oh, yeah. where you go. Now, Crockett was definitely, I don't know what Memphis was doing. You gotta, remember, Memphis stuff. you gotta remember, too, we're still in a time where cable is new. But Much it, newer, yeah. Not, it's not like everywhere yet. No. So, a lot of people, you can just say wrestling and, you know, whatever their previous experience with it, maybe they saw WF, maybe they saw this or that, but you could just fucking go to any part of the country and just say, oh, wrestling tonight, and they're like, Oh, this must be where, you know, Ric Flair is, or, like, even right. if it isn't, like, or, like... Or the, Ivan Putski, or Ivan, depending or, like, where you so, are. Yeah, depending on, like, where you were first exposed. Because, like, the other thing, too, is think about it, right? People might have seen Ivan Putski 10 years ago or some shit. With a beard. And maybe they moved to, um, like, Montana or something. I don't know, like... That's where Stu Hart is. Right, right. And Western like, Canada and Montana. Yeah, and they might think so, these Whoa. cruddy local wrestling... <laughs> They're like, oh, is Ivan Putski going to be there? Because they saw him in New York when they lived there. He's my favorite. I think it's all the same, is my point, <laughs> I right? Got, yeah. Like, it's all just the same thing. It's just wrestling. Bologna yeah. going to work on the brain who was bailed out and listening to the garden. It is weird to think there was a time where people were not aware that, like, the territory system was that. They just thought that wrestling was just generic. Like, well, you know what I mean? It was just everywhere or whatever. To be fair, I mean, a lot of it was... A lot of where you would find wrestling, it was NWA. Right. You know but what I mean? But now during lot. this split era, like, nobody's really... If WWF comes to their town, they don't know that it's not NWA. Pro like, the general populace. I'm not talking about, like, people like us. You mean someone's dad that reads the paper right. in the morning? He just knows I saw wrestling one time when I was, like, 15 or something. Before I was like, married to your mother. Before I was married to your mother when I was a kid or whatever. I used to like that stuff. You know it's not real, right? Yeah. All right, go to school says every dad in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, I'm wise to it. Like, that, why did everyone think they were, like, fucking fancy with that shit? They were like, oh, I know it's not really. Like, that was, like, the first thing your parents say. You know it's fake. Yeah, like, like they're the clever ones. Yeah. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Look, oh. he's not even really hitting them. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, no shit. Yeah. But I want to, I pause this to point out that at ringside, you why can see. Why are the see, refs there? I was just yeah. going to say, Dick Kroll, and that looks like a... Heroin Hogan out there. Yeah. 
What's going on? <laughs> Bill Caputo, Aaron Hogan. Oh, Bobby Heenan hit R to rake to the eyes. What is this angle here at MSG? I don't like it. The isometric? Yeah. It's dumpy. Also, the tape is not really cooperating there. Well, I can only do what I can do, mate. Yeah. Thanks, Richard. You're welcome. So anyway, Bobby with a kick to the back of Bolomo's head. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're in sorry shape when Bobby Heenan doesn't look worse than you. I'm just Why saying. Why is he kicking his ass? <laughs> yes. What is this? <laughs> it's chin locked by Bobby on the map. Bolomo grabbing like the hair. cowardly manager. <laughs> like, he's not even fucking afraid of Sal Bolomo. He's like, I can beat him. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> he stinks. It's great. I love it. I don't know why this is on here, though, unless it's there's a reason. For, for continuity purposes, Joe. Yeah, but Maybe why they mention this? it on championship? That's the only thing I can think of yeah. why we're treated to this lovely match. <laughs> is this like the second match? What is it, like 12 minutes? That would be news to me if this was mentioned anywhere outside of this show because that like never happens. They don't mention the house show results. Yeah. Backdrop by the brain, nicely done. Right. He is just kicking Belomo's ass here. It's embarrassing. <laughs> it really is. It is, though. You're right, it is. Wait, by the way, it wouldn't actually surprise me specifically in the last month or so, right? Yeah. That they've been trying to get better with continuity. Have you noticed? They really have, yeah. Like, this has, like, been a, a focus for the last, like, month and a half. Yeah, for, for those of you who may be hopping on for the first time, they just recently started in the backstage promos referencing what was just on the screen. Right. Which they had never, ever done. Not to mention they had a whole long Tito angle where he got hurt and, yep. you know, he came back and, oh, Reba, Reba. and, like, all that shit. From his hospital bed. Right. And yep. Morocco's cutting promos from the beach. And, like, there's just, there's a lot of, like, different things going on right now. Adonis and Murdoch were sitting in on commentary. Right, and then they challenged and them. They challenged and then, then it actually happened. Yeah. The only thing that has not been continuous is uh, Billy Jack Haynes. I think he's gone already. Dropped down by the brain. Here comes Bolomo's shoulder block. But brain goes down as well. The other thing is, like, Hulk Hogan is still, like, barely on television ever. From what I understand, he was doing a lot of Japan still in 84. Has he only been on TV... I want to say four times as a wrestler the whole year as a wrestler. Yeah. 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 Probably something like that. Yeah. Like there's the first two weeks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then he had that one match like for some fucking reason on championship. He fought and they fought George Steele. Yeah. Well, that was like on something All Star else. or something. something else. Yeah. It wasn't on championship. No, it wasn't championship. Yeah. Hogan has barely, but back on wasn't on TV often. I know. In 83. Well, well I mean, he was working out a lot on, on TV. This is true. This is true. Bolomo. Remember, like, every week, it was like, I'm going to do sit-ups this week or some shit. Remember Slaughter got mad at them? Like, it sucked. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, honestly, I was cheering for him because I was so annoyed with it at that point. I was like, yeah, beat him up. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. This isn't your gym. Like, wasn't it's a fucking yeah. wrestling ring. Like, It was a big distraction on the side of the ring the whole time. One week, it's, I'm going to do the Harvard Step Test. The next week, it's like, I'm going to do that rolling pin yeah. thing. And, it, and like, so I was like, fuck off, like, basically. It was, like, amazing. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? I got to wrestle here. I'm yeah. working here. It wasn't, like, un the thing was, is it wasn't even, like, uncalled for. No, everyone was annoyed by it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Bolomo has been tossed to the dirty Madison Square Garden floor. Right, before they put mats out. Oh, yeah, well before. And uh, What was everyone's big problem with them putting mats out? How dare the wrestlers be safe? How dare they not almost kill themselves? Yeah the hell yeah i never understood that mentality of like if we get equipment that makes it a little bit safer right like equipment is fine to me i have no like, like prophylactics yeah unless, unless they're wrestling on like a pad of marshmallows like I, that's not distracting or something now where would you get a pad of marshmallows or do you have to custom make it well you go to the grocery store and you just get a bunch of them and you stick them to like a board or something and well, then you have stick to insulate them, them. What do you mean they're marshmallows you I'm, just fall on them it's like a pillow yeah but you'll stick to them 
That's no good. It is a little sticky. Gotta put some plastic over them or something, right? Is it even possible to make sugarless marshmallows? Or is like, that's why they are the way they are, is because they have sugar in them. That's that's like a chicken or the egg question right there. I don't think it's that, but here comes Blomo the sunset flip. The brain! He's going, he's going, he's grabbed the ropes. Oh, he's got the rope. Big right hand on Blomo. Brain sits down on the Rana pin. Two, three! Clean. Clean, Joe. Grabbed the ropes and punched him. No, he didn't. He didn't, he didn't pin him while he was on no, the rope. No, he didn't pin. There was a clean he pin. He just grabbed the rope so he wouldn't fall over. And then he that's, punched him. That's yeah. illegal. Yeah, hey, yeah. He, didn't, he didn't use a foreign object. Why does Bobby look like he just bladed or something? He's got a big crease in his head. I don't know. His hair. His hair's he's, stupid. Yeah, it looks really bad. Let's see. Anything nefarious? <laughs> I mean, all he did literally was just like, oh, I'm not going to fall over. He grabbed the ropes. Yeah. And then he punched him. Punch. And then he just didn't... And then he, he just, just sat pin, on he him. He just sat on him and pinned him. There's nothing nefarious at all. No, he just beat him. Okay, back to the regular show now. Yep. Whoops. Oh, hey. <laughs> we don't need the intro. Okay. Some, one day they're going to change it, Joe, and you're going to like, there's going to be like a detail that you missed. No. At ringside, this is Vince McMahon. Okay. Rustling's living Rustling. Hey. I like this. My son's here. Beefcake. Oh. Quite a rest. <sighs> He's got a How many times do we have to see this guy? He's just all over the show. Every week. Every week. Yeah. Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. Oh, yeah. Oh, he in town. Is that Mr. Saito in there? Or Tiger Chun-Li? Who is that? Uh, I think it's just a guy. Tony Atlas! What? With Roddy Piper. On the he, pit. he still works here? I guess he's back, huh? I guess like the big John Studd and Ken Patera. Oh, that's right. Andre the Giant and his mystery partner against Studd and Patera. Could that be? We'll see. I don't even... I really don't know. Good. I'm not saying that, like, sarcastically. <laughs> okay. Poughkeepsie looking very Poughkeepsie this week. Yeah, hi, Andrew Rogers. Yeah. That's what's-his-face, right? Oh. David Bruno. Who's this? We can talk about something else now. <laughs> Who's this? Bill Barrymore. David Bruno. David Bruno. So we're still doing that, huh? <laughs> I thought. I thought, I thought it was um, over. Yeah. Didn't Ian say on the board? He was like, and so goes it. Like he's like, it's no longer all yeah. like very pretentious. Gino uh, Demetrius. Uh, didn't he call him Gino Caraballo? Yeah. Why is it on there as Demetrius Caraballo? And and sorry, Ian. I didn't mean pretentious. I meant. You said pretentious. Did you mean portentous? What do I mean by, like, when you sound smart? What is that? When, uh, when you sound smart? Knowledgeable? Or when, you, or when you are smart? When you are... I mean, he is smart. He, that's why he calls the wrestling and I don't. He knows more than I do. It's true. I don't know what word you were looking for. Knowledgeable? Like, did I say that? Um... What, what, what would that be? What would what be? What would be like sounding smart? <laughs> Philosophical, perhaps? Sound, or we'll just say sounding smart. David Bruno here doing nothing in the fucking ring. Just as I can't figure out words on the show. I'm not sure what word you're reaching for there. We can go with... Um, I love you, Ian. He's, he's great. Emphatic? Yeah. I, I just meant to say I didn't mean to call him pretentious. I don't think Ian's pretentious at all. No, he's not. I didn't even notice that you said that. Yeah. For anyway. once, I wasn't listening to you. Well, well thank you. <laughs> it paid off in this case. Yeah. No, in all seriousness, whatever you said, I'm sure it was fine. Yeah. Anyway. Ian, we love you. Back to... Who's this dork Gino Caraballo. Demetrius. But they had his Chiron as Demetrius and David Bruno. Oh, look at the, 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 the press slam. This is... He's horrible, Joe. <laughs> you know? Uh, why does anybody want to see this? I don't know that they do. Yeah. Anyway. He's just like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I did a move. Ooh. 
kind of dancing out there is David Bruno. I don't know, like, even what to say about him. Nothing! He's so boring! Yeah. I just wish that, like, it's almost like he needs a gimmick. I'm not even kidding. What like, gimmick are you gonna give him? Just something that There's isn't no wearing black underpants and no knee pads. Like, what? what is that about? It's just the... He... he whoa! Gino Carabello, though, taking a nice atomic drop from young David Bruno. Mm -hmm. David Bruno, San Martino. David Bruno, San Martino. Referee Jack Lowitz there. Jack, Jack Lowitz. Jack Lowitz. Irish whip by David Bruno. Jack Lowitz is more interesting than David Bruno. This is true. That'll probably do it. Power slam by David Bruno. Where did Jack Lowitz even come from? Uh, probably boxing. When, when was <laughs> in he the born? In the, in, in the 10s? Did, didn't he, like, just die or something, like, this year? No way. Yeah, I think so. Get the fuck out of here. like, last year or something. He looks like he's 60 here. How is that even possible? What is he, like, 150 years old? Uh, I, I, I'm serious. Oh, man. I don't... <laughs> don't be pretentious now, Quinn. No, I won't be. <laughs> no, I really don't know. But David is just not impressive at yeah. all. Can I be honest here? He's no, really, not really not. Uh, Awful. David God. Bruno! Just go away. Yeah. It'd be great. Does he leave after Mania? Hopefully. Is he just gone after that? Oh, remember Ron Shaw? All right, that. But how long is that after it? It's like the end of 85. Oh my god, are you serious? Mm -hmm. We have to deal with this for a year? Yeah. Oh, jeez. See, you'll, you'll like Ron Shaw by that time. Maybe. See, that's why I like him. Hey, here's the replay he gave my son and then he did the slam thing to him. It's just a great one. It's all in shape. It's a good shape. The other leg. And then, of course, it's insurance because once you have a man... Shut up, Bruno. He's only giving that much analysis because it's his son. He's like, and then you can see he's hooking one leg and then the other one. And that's because you want to assure that you pin him with the pinning combination. Still fucking talking about this? If it was like anyone else with the win and then he hit him. Wow. Uh, I hit him. Okay, next wow. match. All right, thank you, Bruno. Oh, God, David Wolf. This might matter, Quinn. He's back. This is live in arena. Where's the Freebirds? They're gone. Many of them Andre long. fired them. They're David Wolf is the manager of Cindy Lauper, whom the World Wrestling Federation is very happy this to This is in arena, though. On uh, December 28th in Madison Square away, Garden. Huh? The Freebirds faded away, the Freebirds faded away. They're honoring Cindy at the Cindy end of the month, Quinn. Oh. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Vince. Uh, Cindy is I, very flattered and honored to be with you. I'm so happy to be on this show. Award. I have a beard and, now. Uh, I'm not important. She asked me to tell you, she's on the road right now, and she asked me to tell you and all the fans. I can't believe this guy here comes and gives us updates the, on Cindy. Like, that's his job. I represent her, you know. On a debut album. I wish I, like, managed, like, my, a female artist or, like, girl, like, my girlfriend, whatever, who's, like, a big star or whatever, because then I get to be in WF because who would they want the association? Maybe you can one day. It's, yeah. There's still time. Who, like, I just need to find, like, a celebrity wife, right? And then I can be calling the action on WF because Vince is going to be like, oh, we want that. Like, and then she can sing or something, and then I'll get to be on there for seven months or whatever. Cor correct me if I'm wrong, but you're basically saying that you want to use your wife as a stepping stone to the World Wrestling Federation. I want to use her. I want to. You said. I want to. I want to. Don't be pretentious now, Quinn. See, I'm gonna. I'm the lucky one because I I get the superstar wife and stupid Vince. 
falls for that shit. I'm actually, like, using Vince in this case. Because he can't help himself. He's like, oh, clearly based on recent events, yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. So, December the 28th, mark your calendars, Madison Square Garden. Cindy's being honored at MSG. Yeah, wait, what are, what are these recent events with Vince? We're not talking about it here I don't even show. know what, I just Good, saw that's three even, million hush puppies yeah, or three, something. Yeah, he ate three million hush puppies, I was like, and I, didn't, I couldn't read the article because Wall Street Journal blocked it, so I couldn't see what the fuck. Is <laughs> <laughs> it a goblin? <laughs> just jarring. <laughs> what is this weird view of him? Already he's made several astounding victories. Who? This man is unstoppable with his devastating power. Who? Let's Who have is a closer that? look Billy Jack? he uses no, he's his gone. brute strength is it? to achieve this end. Who is it? Really? Volkov and Sheik. Nick Volkov? I don't want to see Nick Volkov. Hey, is that uh, that guy? Yeah, it's uh, Joe Murdo. No, on the on the apron. Is that the... Aldo Montoya? No, no, no. Is that that dude that, um, that I like that they got rid of? What dude? The, the jobber? Which one? Casey, or what was his name? I don't remember his name. He looks like Tom Selleck. No, it's not Steve Trapp. <laughs> Same old song. Casey? I don't know. Casey Selleck. We can count ourselves rather fortunate that we didn't like have to listen to He's in McDonald's in that see, picture. His singing ability is nowhere near the same as his wrestling ability. They could just stick a Big Mac right in his mouth. Oh, all the dolls, all the quarter pounder. I wonder what a Big Mac's called in Russia. They didn't have one yet. Yeah, but they they did. They don't have one either right now. But like, oh yeah, that's true. Uh, who's this? Is that Sal Bolomo? Looks like him. No. Oh, Bilkin. <gasps> Wait. Who? No. Oh, uh, he's, uh, this, he's, he's been here already. Yeah, I thought it was Tony Russo for a second, and I got very excited. We'll be uh, approaching the ring area shortly. Oh, oh shit. OP. Oh, Bobby, okay. Remember, he's with Bobby now. Yeah, yeah, another development. That was last week, they that said was that, last right? week, yep. We saw it. This is this feels like a repackage because they just like forgot he existed or something for a couple months. It was weird. Yeah, for yeah. a couple of months, he was like very under the radar. They're like, oh, him. Yeah. Hey. Remember him? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Much better pairing to put him. Not that him and Piper weren't good together, obviously, but I like Bobby with you know him what? better. You know what I was just thinking? How? What? What are the? Um, what's the countdown time for Macho Man at this point? Is he in? He's next. I mean, seven, approaching, right? Seven months, six months. Seven months, six months. Okay, we're getting there. I forget when he actually starts wrestling. June or July. Okay, we're not far. Well, no. We're, we're not. It's <laughs> Not at all, Joseph. We're also <laughs> close to WrestleMania. Yeah. Oh, man, things are just happening here, huh? So I guess, you know, the way we've been doing the canon... Oh, look, it's that hillbilly guy. Oh, the hillbilly man. And we'll continue to do it where she's holding a Bobby sign. Bobby the Weasel little... and Little John Studd, Didn't we says. see that sign last week? Yeah. Oh, we... Same taping. They messed that, up the that, continuity there. That's why hillbilly man is there. He's handing out fucking signs for people to hold up. I think he's just trying to sell this new VHS tape <laughs> thing they're going to do soon. Maybe. He's just a tape executive. He's a tape executive. My my thing, Quinn, is... When is the first Dalsim video? It's that soon, too, Joe. 85. My thing, Quinn, mm -hmm. is I'm wondering... You know, we've been doing a period of time where we really don't know a lot of what happens. Mm -hmm. Eventually, we're going to get to a point in 85 where we, where we kind of know. Is yeah. that going to change anything? I guess not, right? I mean... I don't think so because here's the thing is to me 
the day-to-day is still somewhat mysterious. Right, and you like, don't know who's going to show up when. Yeah. Okay. It's true. You, you they might know the, 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 the angles. The angles a little bit better, but, like, I think there's also, you're going to be surprised, Joe, because I think there's going to be angles that they just that nobody ever talked about that are probably dumpy or, like, stupid. Or the wrestlers that were there for, like, a taping or two. Yeah. That when you're like, this guy was here. Which appears to be, like, a common thing at this point when they're, like, they're not the, the leader yet. They're getting there. But they're, they're getting there. But they're not the number one, right? No, not necessarily. Yeah. Um, I don't really know, but, whoa, that's a big person over there. Uh, Dick Curl is the referee. I'll tell you what, this though. This, this show has found a rhythm, if you ask me, and it's nothing like it previously was. This sh- great point, Quinn. Yeah. This show is the last what two, three months, maybe. They've like two officially months. found like okay, we do the first match update, have a couple of other matches, yeah, maybe have a vignette, get some promos. Um, then there's like usually the last part of it is something where it's like, oh, we're gonna continue this story or yeah. whatever, right? And you're right, it's nothing like it was in the first half of the year. Piper's pit happens. Yep, they get it's a really Piper's like pit. update and pit are kind of like the the two like. Pillars, yeah, and the, the wrestling is like on top of it. That's a good point. Yeah, and then the Gene promos, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Orndorff with a reverse pile driver coming up. Yes, sir. No. Yes. You know, no. in retrospect, it's kind of weird that Piper's pit went on as long as it did, Boink. considering he's like very over as a heel. He's hugely over as a heel, but that's right. why it went on as long as it did. Covered right. by Orndorff, and that is it. That's that's why it was on. Yeah, he was really good of it. And we're not allowed to talk during Roddy Piper or yeah. Bobby Heenan. Piper, he just cut his Piper's Pit promos, and then he'd go back to his house in Woodbridge or whatever. As we mentioned, yes. Yeah, his, his house in Woodbridge. His apartment across the street from Woodbridge Mall and that right. complex over there. <laughs> it's and there. It I've is there. there. It's, it's real. I mean, you can go see it. Route 1. Anyway, uh, your winner, Paul Orndorff, of course, mm-hmm. the original Paul. Bobby mm-hmm. Heenan in a black The original gear. Paul himself. The original Paul. Well, we're, we're cruising. The show's cruising. Yeah. For a bruising. Yeah, probably. Uh, there's a lot of bruising in the World Wrestling Federation. Some bruise. Yeah. Bruise Brothers. Well, possibly. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. Replay. We know. He did a pile driver. I'm going to talk about David again, how he pinned him so well. Up. Oh. Oh. oh, Bruno's trying. Oh. Oh. This took forever. This is bad. Was man seeming like afraid he would like, get hurt? Maybe. Maybe. I wonder if he was like, well, why that took long, man. He's like, I'm not in position or something. Maybe. Like, it's like, you're going to break my neck. Be careful. It was a little sloppy. Yeah. Whoa. And that's why Orndorff's like, I got you, pal. And he's like trying to like adjust him and shit. Probably. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. <laughs> so loud. Why is it so, <laughs> so dark? Turn a light on in there. Jimmy Snooker teaming up with Cousin. The Tonga Kid. Cousin. Cousin. What was that? Remember, it's cousin. I thought Cousin Jr. was here already. I was like, what? With Cousin. Kent Patera, oh God. a week from tonight, you're going to be in here, Kent Patera. McDonald's. <laughs> Mr. McDonald himself. He hasn't been exactly spitting uh, fire on the mic in 84, Patera. I think he's got other things on his mind, Joe. Yeah, probably, <laughs> like a number four. Yeah. That's right. The thing that we're upset about is why is Bruno I really like you can really tell he's a little distracted. How'd that all come about? I really think so. Yeah, like you can honestly tell he's a lot better in 80. I think he's just trying to make enough money to like give to his family or something before he goes away. Maybe. I think that's the only reason he's here. Maybe. You're making a big mistake. 
The first one is putting your boy in against a seasoned veteran such as myself. Well, that's true. I'm the one that beat the greatness out of you. I'm the one that eliminated you from being a living legend. Person? Was it a year? Was it two? Almost two? Four He's not gone that long. Right like, here in Boston gone from 85 to 87. Uh, yeah, I mean, so like, probably a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. I forget. Yeah, maybe 18 months. I don't, I don't really don't remember. From when he was 10, 12 years old, he put him in the weightlifting gym, put him on the wrestling mat. He's trained and conditioned. Well, he's talking pretty good here. Yeah, it's pretty good. Especially the last four years. I just wish that they didn't make him look like crap when he came back. The brown hair? Yeah. Is that really your biggest problem? It's not just the brown hair, though. He's, like, lost his fire or something. Like, he's not as, like... He doesn't even, like... If he's a face and Bobby's talking shit against him, like, you think, well, he's going to respond, right? He's Campateri. You don't take shit. Right. Right? And all of a sudden, he's all, like, mm, I'm scared or whatever. The, the main problem, too, swinging neckbreaker. Yeah. Oh, we're going to fight out tonight! Fuck! The main problem. Oh, great, black jacket. We're black jacket next. Okay, it's a, it's a look at the adjective. Yeah, is that Rusty Brooks? That makes me so happy. No, he's here. <laughs> the thing. He's so fat. I love him so much. What I was gonna say about uh, Patera and Bobby, real quick, one. Mm -hmm. The problem is that when they did that debate, for the most part, for the most part, Bobby really wasn't wrong about anything <laughs> he said. He's like, I'm you're I'm not responsible for you. I'm not yeah, your babysitter. Yeah. Like he, I love, I love Rusty Brooks. He's like a big fat baby. I love him. So yeah. Is that fake Wendy Richter? Yeah. What if that's Rusty Brooks' wife, Mrs. Brooks? Mrs. Brooks. Or Mrs. Brooks. Um. Jay, look how fucking fat he is. Doesn't he do that sometimes yeah, with Rusty? Yeah, absolutely. Vince, Vince gets a kick out of a fat guy. Don't you? I mean, not as much as an instant man, though. He thinks it's, like, fucking hilarious or something. <laughs> look at this fat. Look how fucking fat he is. He just eats a lot. I mean, he thought Yokozuna was the greatest oh, thing yeah. ever. He's like, look at this fat asshole. <laughs> He's getting fatter, too. Yeah. Mulligan with the, uh... Vince the also seems like the kind of guy that he, he gets such a kick out of these fat guys. He's like... Make sure the next time you come back, you weigh more. Yeah, like, I know, you know right? what I mean? Like, well, he got bigger, bro. Yeah. Rusty Brooks, though, is just very lovable. The lazy side headlock, a little king yeah. hippo punch. <laughs> oh, he's a hippo, all right. <laughs> oh. Gilberto, speaking of hippos, there's he a referee. He does look fatter than the last time we saw him. <laughs> he's not wearing a singlet. Yeah. He was wearing a singlet last time. A big man. He is a big man. Yeah. Now, Mulligan, you were very impressed with Jack Mulligan last week. Yeah, I gotta say, I mean, this fat guy is appropriate because Black Jack Mulligan is a huge, big boy. He, he's like a tree trunk or something. Like, I don't, like... Big guy. I You don't find humans that look like that very often. Not on a regular basis, I yeah. would say. No, you don't. What, sharpshooter? <laughs> Just kidding. He's, and you know what you can tell? Because he's not, like, super buff or anything, like... This guy doesn't even have to work out. Like, he is just, like, some genetically crazy big person. I mean, and, he's you know, legit a big man. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, he's insane. You know, that that leads me to wonder, and our fans from uh, that love the 70s wrestling are welcome to join in. I know we have them. Mm -hmm. There must have been something to the Blackjacks coming on the scene in the 70s. Absolutely. Right? Like, no one probably... I mean, not, not that no one was that they big. They both were pretty big dudes. But they're both very tall. Yeah. And they did the cowboy gimmick. Mm -hmm. And they were uh, managed by Bob Heenan, obviously, for some of that. I don't know what it is, but the cowboy gimmick... Um, they tend to look kind of like badasses if they do it right. 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, even the new blackjacks looked like badasses because they were big. Right, exactly. Bradshaw's fucking twirly mustache looked really stupid that in 1997. Stupid, but, like, see, like, if they just look like this blackjack mulligan form or yeah. whatever, like, this shit is awesome. Yeah. You know I, I agree mean? With like, you. Th this guy looks like he can kick some ass. I mean, whoa, nice spinning back elbow. I think the prototype, the best version, one, two, three, blackjack gets the win off a of spinning back elbow. The best cowboy gimmick, in my opinion, though, is, is Stan Hansen. Yeah. That's the best version of this. Even though he's not exactly the what, same though, thing, but that's the best version. I would like to see Blackjack Mulligan try to fight uh, Stan Hansen. That sounds like a fucking fight, man. Imagine watching Two that. big hosses. God. That tall, I mean, that big. You've seen some Stan Hansen in your day, right? Yeah. Like Stan Hansen Those guys versus would beat the Ooh. shit out of each other. Yeah. Stan Hansen versus Vader in Japan. He's yeah. fun to watch. Mm -hmm. You ever see Hansen versus Hogan? That one's fun. I've seen that one from too. 90. Remember when he was in the, the movie or whatever? <laughs> yeah, the, the Teeny Wangers. Yeah, it's no, like his only line. Yeah, it's good though. Anyway, we are cruising still, Quinn, for a bruising. We haven't had the bruising yet, but we're yeah. we're cruising I'm, for it. I'm going to make a prediction. I think uh, like Piper's Pit is next. It seems about that time, right? Yeah, you know what? I think we're getting there. Yeah. I think that's about I think right. I, we're starting to understand the routine here. Uh, you can feel it. You right, can, I can feel the pit feel coming. Feel a pit, especially after blackjack. Yeah. Well, he has his own pit. Yeah. Camping pit or whatever it is. <laughs> armpit. Yeah. Blackjack's armpit. Yeah. See it? There it is. Oh. Man, a big dude though. Shit. Big boy. You, you betcha. <laughs> Madonna plan. Lucky star. Sure is a big, big, powerful man. My goodness, six foot. Notice they don't play the lyrics like ever. They yeah. always just the intros. I think there's a reason they do that. Yeah. It's probably just easier. A special interview. We always look forward to the interview segment on championship wrestling. What? No telling. Whom is it not Piper? That's why he's like <laughs> being cryptic yeah, about it. What is it. this? Fans of the Boston oh. It's just a Dean interview. to the interview segment. <laughs> he's like <laughs> rambling. Oh, oh God. Okay. Don't talk. I've seen your garage, five car garage, with nothing but the best. That's why I have guards at my house now. What were you talking about? You're sneaking around there, probably. You know, I'm going to tell you something. Someone, I am probably the luckiest stage. human being on the face of this earth because of the people I manage. A nice suit. I manage it is. John Studd, giant John Studd, giant. well over seven feet tall, right? 400 pounds plus. One of the greatest conditioned athletes in the history of wrestling. And he is going against Rocky Johnson. Oh. I'm also wrestling on the card. <laughs> See, that's the mm. first in Boston. A little treat for the people. I love this guy's name. Oh, he's going to Boston, Salvatore too. Balloon. Okay. Sounds like something Bella Lugosi should be saying. Sounds like Sounds like again? In Boston. Well, I want to tell you something. They did that Come twice? On, Probably did oh. it on the loop. All Rocky Johnson has to do to make 15 grand is pick up this man and slam him. Simple. Well, don't, don't put it past him. I mean, he's certainly... Here comes the now talky you know Big John Studd. He's good now. Well, you know, he could have a lucky day. You know, he might have gotten up on the right side what of the, the bed. Fuck? He might have eaten the right food the night before. He might have just been be relaxed and ready to go. This is I know insane how much better it is. I'm in a gymnasium 
gymnasium push a lot of heavy <laughs> sorry, arms. Sorry, I suppose he wants $15,000. And more important than that, he wants to be the only man in the history of wrestling right now to topple John Stone. He's so much better, though, than he was in 83. This makes him seem good. Yeah. Like, right? Yeah. He's much better. Oh, my God. You're going to change clothes? I'll be back in a little while. Outfit. You don't have to change because of me. Oh, don't worry. I changed zip codes because of you. Oh, <laughs> Stay tuned. Oh. We're going to be back oh. after. Oh, oh please, Heenan. Yeah. Get Come the in. fuck out of here, Heenan. Ooh, Luscious and Brutus. Oh, yeah. Oh, is that, uh, is that, uh, Matt Rivera? Olay himself? Look at look at John V today. Oh boy! And the gold garbage coat. Yeah, not coming from the uh, the jury duty this time. Huh? <laughs> nope. Nice bro. That was weird. That week where he's like <laughs> just looked like he was at jury duty, dressed like fucking Jack Lemon or something. Yeah. Anyway, wait, wait for Ruben. Wait. Olay. Nice cheer. Yeah. Nice pop. And big pop. The Jose sign. They know. <laughs> they know. Veteran here in the World <laughs> Federation. Screw this beefcake. <laughs> I think Jose Luis could beat him. Why is there a pop for Brutus Beefcake? Always shitty. Brutus Beefcake. Brutus Beefcake, always shitty. Yeah. Why are you so <laughs> shitty, Brutus Beefcake? <laughs> I like this guy, Vince. He's kind of funny. Brutcake. He likes the signs. That's what he's laughing at. <laughs> do you think his name is Beefcake because, like, because he's a heel? Do you think that's like to egg the crowd on to make dumb fucking signs, making making fun of him? Like, it almost sounds like that name is designed to be Healy. Like, it's a very Healy stupid name. Yeah, but it's supposed to be because he's a stripper. Yeah, he's a Beefcake. John V looks great. I don't want to hear it. And what is what is he today? He's what is he from France? Or something? Yeah, he's French today. Well, I mean, Cascasse. Yeah, that's true. We haven't heard him talk yet. Have you noticed that? Good. No, not good. I don't like when he we talks. We need Joe. some Johnny V up in this show. I don't know what he's saying. It doesn't matter. He talks about nonsense. He doesn't know what he's saying either. That's the best part. He's got no shirt on underneath that coat. He's French. He could say anything. Oh yeah, I went to France. I'll tell you why. Where else I went? I went down to the bayou one of these times, and I buy you something. I buy you my little pony and you know, my little. You know, like I love if it. He, if he said where he went, it would turn into I went to the bathroom today too. And I went to flush it. Yeah. And that's what's gonna happen to you. We're gonna flush it. <laughs> you know, exactly. That's what he does. That's Johnny V humor he, right there. Yeah, he yells at the end of what he said. What what <laughs> They're doing the one kid did the claw. I don't know what that is. One what, kid what? just said, "Boo." <laughs> well, I agree. <laughs> Beefcake is still for those who have the. He's trying audience. to do the Paul Orndorff, and he stinks at it. Like to be quite because he's not that impressive looking. He just <laughs> right, right. He's like a guy <laughs> yeah. like, just, that they bought shiny pants for him. And it's like all he is. <laughs> now Johnny V having a conference with him. Wrestle good. Yeah. <laughs> and basically, like, I can't, but I'll try. Uh, I was in Japan, though. One time, because my bulk got me in. <laughs> I'm it's always related. I'm not letting that one go. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's always because of Hulk. No, it's never because of Hulk. Nobody would ever hire this guy to wrestle. I'm sorry. Like, he's just not that good. Let's be honest here. Come on. <laughs> If I was friends with Hulk, I could have wrestled in the WF. I don't look like a wrestler, but, you know, I'm friends with Hulk, so it doesn't matter. Well, it's, it's true. To continue the uh, the thread of me just shitting all over him with this Hogan thing, did he ever get somewhere before Hogan? 
No. And bring Hogan into a place that what it'll be like, yeah, 1978. But yeah, like when Hogan like, first started, <laughs> yeah. didn't know anybody. When, when Hogan didn't matter. Yeah. But no, and, but also when like literally, <laughs> yeah. and then they saw Hogan and they're like, oh, yeah, we want uh, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you can leave. We don't. <laughs> we don't need you anymore. It's the, you brought. But thanks for bringing this guy because he's gonna make us a bunch of money. Right. I mean, is it a coincidence that uh, Beefcake was just suddenly um in the WWF? Up until 93, and then as soon as we don't see Hogan anymore, we don't see Beefcake anymore, and then when Hogan's in WCW, all of a sudden Beefcake's in WCW and always employed and yep. always has a job and always has a gimmick. I still can't believe... It's not that good. It's, I can't believe right. to this day that he is the, the same person the Disciple is. Like I, it's, I know, you can never get over that. It's so weird looking. If you're uh, on the audio and you care about the match, don't. It's a side headlock the Beefcake finally just broke out of. I'll only be excited if Jose Luis Rivera like wins or something. Unfortunately, I don't believe that'll be the case here. I like him, though. I like him, too. Referee's Jack Loetz again. I just want to see a Johnny V promo. No. No, you're going to be a fan of his don't as stop. 85 goes on. He's no Mr. Fuji. Get out of here. Well, he's not. Irish whip by Mac Rivera. Beefcake stumbled into the ropes, hit a mule kick into that the... Was, uh, that was shitty, by the way. Into the gonads. Yes, it was shitty. Same mule kick. Even Bruno said it. Thanks, Bruno. Okay, whip here. High knee, and that's going to be that, right? I think that's the, the part... That's the high knee from the, like, opening... Of that, <laughs> it is. Of Wait, show. let me see. Sorry, I'm familiar. in correspondence for a second here with somebody. It's important. Yeah, uh, is it? Yeah, that's it is. Definitely the one. They it's from primetime. Primetime. Right, the it. first primetime opening. First primetime intro. Because I also think that's the best moment because they clip the music to the high knee, and I always, <laughs> I always observe that as good. <laughs> it's not to say Bruce BK is good. It's to say that like good job by the video editor in that situation. Oh, Piper's Pit. Here it is. Oh, okay. We can't talk during this either. Right. We're not allowed to talk during anything. Oh, Tony Atlas didn't show up. Uh-oh. I don't blame him personally. Well, I didn't think he worked here. Atlas is one of them fellas with those great big cute... Wait. Well, oh, oh. He is here. Oh, no. Oh, this will go well. And he's got a tiny shirt on. And a beard, Quinn. Oh, the beard version's better. So much better. Remember how awesome he was when he came back? Yes. And it was like, wait, what? That he's the same guy? He's good now. And he looks like he kicked the shit out of Roddy. Oh, well, now he can't. Bob, Bob, Bob Orndorff. Bob Orton. It's like they read my mind there, right? I'm like, damn, he can keep... Oh. <laughs> we're going to get yelled at because we're talking too much, you know? What you laughing for? I'm just telling you. You just how about, how about the... Pig's feet. Do you eat pig's feet? I sure do eat pig's feet. Oh, boy. You ain't never had enough. Do you eat them on the run or do you cook them? Can you even eat pig's feet? trying to be funny or something. Is that yeah. like edible? I'm trying to be yeah. funny. Wait, 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 be hooves on there. would be hard or whatever. People eat them. Oh, Atlas is standing up. And Orton coming... Orton's not that threatening, though, to be yeah, honest. Honestly, I think I think he could take him. <laughs> oh, he called him Bob Orton Jr., the rare. You mean this is your man? This what you try to tell me? This is your man? Yeah, he's man? not afraid of him. Yes. Can you tell me one <laughs> thing? Which one of y'all wear the skirt when you're at home alone? Oh. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, no, come on, man. Oh, come on. He's like, I'll oh. fight you. Or <laughs> yeah. fucking fight. Atlas doesn't care. Yeah, he's like. Why don't you get rid of your bodyguard and I'll give you the whooping of your life, Okay. Boy. I don't need no bodyguard, mister. So much better when he has a beard. I know. It's ridiculous. He's better when he's not with Rocky Johnson, really. I mean, they just did not get along. Yeah. If I don't let the thieves stop me from enjoying my watermelon. 
Come on. Like I said, it's a good thing we don't talk during Piper. Yeah. People need to hear Dave these Barbie's things. Barbie's back again. Yes, another Dave, week. Dave Barbie's here. I like him a lot. I do too. I want to see him fight Tony Al as a two muscle man here. <laughs> Is he like getting all like fancy with people in the crowd? He's like, yeah, yeah. He looks like a fucking wrestler. Oh, oh, Tito. Better hair. Yeah, but not better coat. Yeah, it's still. Let's <laughs> figure out this coat situation, huh? He doesn't have this coat still at WrestleMania, does he? No, because he makes like he pops in. Remember, he's not. He he he's in street clothes or some shit, if I recall. No, he wrestles in the opener, Quinn. Yeah, but oh, late, later, later on. Yeah, later on. Yeah. He, I'm thinking later on in the. But show. in the opener, he's. Yeah. That's true. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember what Cody has on. Anyway, Dave Barbie here, Tito Santana. This is a uh, the cooldown match. For Just don't take long. I, that's all we need. Just don't take long. Lock I, up here. Honestly, feel like Tito's being like super misused at this point in time. Well, I mean, his not- matches are too long. Like, he's not the champion anymore, though, Quinn. So, well, I'm just saying. So, I mean, right now he's on the, the he's chasing now the road to redemption, right? And Barbie well, you gotta be Dave Barbie first, right? Is uh, doing construction on that road here with right yeah. hands in the corner, mm-hmm. and Bruno's rambling. And Barbie, now is he a Barbie girl? No, he's Barbie guy. See. In a Barbie world? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, big uh, forearm there, Batita, but not the flying variety. Did you see the Richard Land comparison? Side by side. I, the flying forearm and I'll, El Paso I'll, del Morte. I'll tell you what. Tell I, you don't, what. I don't see it at all. One of them, they don't look any different to no, me. No, one of them, the opponent is standing and bent over, and Tito comes with a big flying punchy forearm. <laughs> the other one is just like, eh, like a <laughs> Superman forearm. It's not... The I, same. I, <laughs> I told you this. Basically, you the didn't same. believe me. Basically, the same. Everyone don't. don't I don't believe. think it is. Don't believe it. No, and he also does this. Remember when yeah. he signals for it? He does like a bull motion. Don't believe him, audio people. No, believe me, video and audio people like here. Anyway, Barbie and Tito with a circle here. Lock up. Side hook by Tito, an old favorite of his. Grinding yep. it in. Maybe this is the tippy toe when he does that. You ever notice that? Didn't get the leverage, I think, right? It's for leverage. For leverage, yeah. yeah. Lever 3000. I'm pretty sure this is from the championship or the primetime opening also. Wait, really? I remember there's a clip of Tito like raking. What if they took it all from him? Like, they would too. Well, I don't know. They, like, they were making the video this week and they're like, what's the thing that we got in the can? Like, and you know, they just took the clips from this. We are exactly only one month away from the debut of primetime wrestling, Quinn. I wouldn't be surprised if every clip from that opening is from this episode. <laughs> Almost every, because isn't there one of Bob Orton wrestling? Uh, maybe. And he misses, like, something off the top. Someone gets a foot up. And it what looks if, what really if it's dumb. like, later in the episode? In the taping, at least, right? Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Anyway, right hands by Tito. Irish whip. Fist to yeah. the gut. Down goes Bobby. This match looks visually, like, similar to me. Like, and I don't know why. I feel like I've seen it before. You know, that's a good point, though, Quinn. I never actually ever stopped to consider this. Here's the flying forearm. That's from that opening. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the same shit. You know, it's such a weird thing that I know Tito gets the win. I never thought to consider this, but because the first episode of Primetime was um, January of 85. All the clips are from 84, can I? Yeah, but they used that intro for so long. Mm-hmm. So that's so weird. I never really stopped to think about that. They use that it intro might forever. all be from this taping session. We're going to find out. Yeah, it might all be from this, like, one... Ah, look, we got... This is all we got. It's yeah, just like a bunch... This is all we have right now. Because they usually would just throw that shit out anyway. Right. 
which well, is why we probably can watch this and nobody bothers us on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have Tito and the Heine, right? So we yeah. got two clips already from this uh, episode. So right. be interesting to see here. Don't spoil it for us, folks. We, we I think the primetime opening spoiled it for us. Well, that's a good point, Michael. Yeah. We know that Bob Orton's going to wrestle at some point, and then someone's going to get a foot up on a move that he does. Anyway, here's the replay. Comes right up with that forearm blow right on Barbie's face, and I'll tell you, he put him out cold. Shut up, Bruno. Oh, another Hawaii prom. From the beauty spot of the world, the magnificent Morocco and Mr. Fuji. Are we already doing welcome, this? Welcome, welcome to Hawaii, <laughs> yeah. North Shore, the most beautiful part of the world. This is where the magnificent one lives. This is his paradise. Tell him, brother. Son. Is this the land of brother the God? Son? Is this the land of magnificence? This isn't for comic book hawks. This isn't for moron retarded This Whoa. isn't for people who fall out of that tree. This is for people with breeding in class. I've been training, waiting for the WWE. smiling. Coming back to you. <laughs> also, full suit on the beach. That's <laughs> so good. Oh boy, here he is. We're going to find out Andre's mystery partner. There is no partner. He's going to beat him by himself. That's my prediction. We'll see. We'll see. Kenny Patera. Mild reaction. Yeah. The much improved Big John Stud. Very much improved. What is up with them? This one is just way better. It's because it's a famous match, Quinn. It is? We'll see. It's gotta be Hulk, right? I'm not telling you anything. You're just gonna have to see what happens. What was the build-up to this match? They just, like, said it was happening. John Stud doesn't like Andre. I know, but that's, like, from three years ago. Look who was... Did you see who his mystery partner was? Wait, what? SD Jones. Excuse me. You don't know what this is, do you? What? You don't know what this is? For real? No. Uh, that'll make it even better. I don't even... I don't know. There's one thing that I have to say. There's one point where we have to listen to the commentary, but it's later. I'll let you know. Somebody pooped their pants in this match? Like, what is this? Like, well, what's the big thing? I had too many bean burritos, yeah. and it didn't, it didn't sit well Is this well the infamous me. when Andre shit his pants match? No, I did that on Bad News Blown. <laughs> I did. Bobby the Whistle and Little John Stud. See, Hillbilly out there passing he, he that sign around. Pass. We saw it. Are right, you want one of these signs here? I got another one. I made a bunch of them here for you. My Bleeper. granny helped me make them. Bleepers, folks. Oh, my dog peed on this one. Yeah. I'm sorry about that, folks. <laughs> Anyway, calm down, Vince. What was his dog's name? Did it? I don't even think it had a name. They didn't bother to name that. That should be in the WF trivia thing. <laughs> what is Hillbilly Dog? Hillbilly, Hillbilly Dog. Hillbilly Dog Jim's name. Remember Granny? Yeah, Granny. I'm a big fan of her. Oh come on in, Jim! Why do you keep doing this? The fact that he wrestling they here. Would bring up Granny years later is weird. She's real. Yeah. Anyway, SD in there with a horrible arm arm track takedown on Kenny Patera. Gilberto is even looking at it like, really? And here comes Andre. Hi, what, is, what, am, what am I looking for here? You'll is it, see later. Is it commentary or what? It's a little bit of everything, but don't do worry about it right now. And he's cranking up the arm, is Andre on Ken Patera. Yeah. See, even the world's strongest man or the alleged, he looks like nothing compared to Andre. Andre is the strongest, technically. I would think so. Here comes SD again. But does it, like, not count because he's, like, not normal or whatever? Well, you know, I don't know. I don't know how they like, do Like, could them. Andre enter a strongman contest where they, like, DQ him just because he's, like, he's fucking Andre the Giant? It's, no. like, an unfair situation. First of all, who's going to stop him from entering? 
I, say, I enter. I pick up nobody, everything. Nobody over seven feet tall. I pull that truck with my dick. You know what I mean? You never know. Uh, Buick. And my dick. My can dick I, is can like I just say one? Saber. Can I say one thing about Andre the Giant? You can tell me one thing. It's got to be like one of the greatest money-making things ever. What, my penis? No, just like Andre in general. I made money. I bought rams from South Carolina. I just mean to say is like, it's crazy that they would just like book them around the country and just like take the proceeds. No, the Vince McMahon booking fee. Yeah. <laughs> they make money too. Uh, you know, John Stein, I don't like him. Yeah. <laughs> now, Andre, you were in, you were getting a pooch. <laughs> now to- Imagine Andre, if Andre was still alive and he's like on Conrad's thing or something. Chat me up, Andre. Now, chat me up about when you were, uh, when you, when you took a, took a giant shit on Bad News Row. Uh, I didn't like him, and <laughs> I ate seventy-seven burritos. I can't imagine the Andre and I the Giant. My bowels. The Andre the Giant podcast. If he had like, he'd probably still be alive, right? He was like young when he died, right? Uh, forty-six. How old would he be now? Seventy-six. Yeah, so if he if, he could it, like theoretically theoretically he could still be alive if he didn't have a disease, yeah. right? Yeah, yes. What I'm wondering is like they would have 100 percent made an Andre the Giant, but there's no way, like. Oh, I have no idea. I have no doubt that I, people would want to listen to Andre talk shit on, on fucking... And like anyone, apparently. Uh, yeah, like, anyway, look at this, Quinn. Stud and Patera have oh, slammed Andre. As, hey, look at that. I'm glad you don't know what this is. Was Hulk going to save him or something? You're going to figure out what it is. You'll know very shortly. Somebody's going to make the save, I know that. SD is out of commission here. Stud and Patera going to work on Andre. SD is not helping. Not That's at for all. Damn sure. Here comes Patera from the ropes with that a suck. questionable <laughs> knee drop. That was terrible. Elbow drops abound here from so Stud and They're double teaming him. This isn't fair. Not fair. Oh, are they going to cut his hair? Is this that? Did I figure it out? Yeah. Wait, this happens already? Yeah. What does this happen next year? No. Oh, shit. Remember he's all mad about it at WrestleMania? Oh, right. It's already then. Yeah. Huh. And that's where Vin- Vince is really good during this. This is kind of bullshit, man. It is. Oh, Bobby reaching into his pocket. Pair of scissors. That's just a regular-ass scissors. It's not even a... <laughs> no shear. Well, his hair is so big. True. Oh, oh no. I kind of can't believe... That they did this. Vince just said sheer humiliation, which is yeah, you know what he was doing. Acc- I think it was an accidental pun, don't you? Mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, he better cut it out. Yeah. Everyone's pissed. Look at the garbage flying into the ring. Damn. These people are pissed. He's being held up, literally. And this is where Vince has a classic line, right? You know what he says? Continues to. I won't spoil it if you don't. Oh, yes. That is a classic Vince line. They act like this oh. is like some big travesty, which is kind of funny. Well, I think there's something to... <laughs> Vince said it again. I think there's something to be said of getting an unwanted haircut. I mean, like, if, if someone just beat Where's you up... Where's Brutus Beefcake when you need him? <laughs> he isn't he is in the building. He hasn't gone to school yet. Yeah. If someone came up to you, knocked you out, and started cutting your hair, wouldn't you be pissed? I'd just be like, just make sure you don't cut cut my ears oh, off. Oh, you'd be or... friendly about it? Yeah. Okay. Whoa, look, look at this, Quinn. Look at it. Handfuls of hair. 
being held up by Patera. Man, what a, what a way to go off the air, huh? A storyline. Yeah. More to come. How could we have any more? Oh, this championship. Oh, whoa. And SC Jones did nothing. <laughs> what a what a loser. <laughs> that stinks. Where the fuck was he during all of that? Bobby like kept kicking him or something, and that took him out. Yeah. Huh? Bobby can beat up people now. Remember? So now Big John Stud's got some some wind behind his sails, right? Yeah. He's got some momentum, if you will. I I would say so. All because of Bobby the Brain, by the way. All because of Bobby the Brain. I'm wow. still I'm still thinking about that um that Andre podcast. It would have been good. Yeah. I he would. So I have this theory, and I'm not gonna lie. I, I think people don't want to, might not want to hear this, but I think if Andre didn't pass away and if he was like healthy the whole time and he kept wrestling or whatever, yeah, um, I don't think people would have liked him. Why? I think he would eventually not be liked. You think? Because he, these stories always sound like people are like running out of the company by him and stuff. If he doesn't like you, it's you just know? it's it's he's a paradox because there's also great stories of generosity from him. You know what yes. I mean? There are. It's true. It there sounds are. like he was good with the fans. That's the thing. But like, and, and certain wrestlers. But internally, he wasn't the best with a lot of other people too. Certain people, yeah. yeah. Oh, Andre has come to now, and he doesn't. It's actually a good haircut. It's not a good haircut. It's decent. SD is telling him what happened. He's just going to need to, you know, cut off some of the sides a little bit, right. but put a little gel in it. Yeah. Is he going to beat up SD? Because he's so mad. SD is like. You look good, don't worry, <laughs> basically. So no, it's fine. It's, it's, a, fine. Good, it's a good look for you, man. Like, <laughs> Andre has struggled up to his feet now. SD telling him what happened. He shots a hair on the mat. I'll tell you what, though. Andre knows how to get heat. Because these, these, he's going to fucking go after these guys. He's an old pro, man. Oh, oh shit, Andre's pissed. Yeah. See that face? Oh, shit. Oh, no. He's mad. Wait, what kind of fucking crazy person would do that shit, Don? <laughs> yeah, what do you think? He's yeah. not going to retaliate? Yeah, Are you new? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even in, like, just the canon alone, right? right. It's like, it's not going to be good. No, like, it's not going to be good. Yeah. Oh, Andre going to the door as we get a quick replay what, here. What do they think's going to happen? Like, <laughs> beat the shit out of them. Yeah, what's he just going to be like, no, that's good. I was hoping for a Hellcat anyway. Yeah, yeah. You sent me some money. Yeah. Like, he's not going to like this. What is this angle? I can't like I can't tell what he's doing. I mean, why do they are so bad at replays on this show? They they can be. Oh, he's holding him for stud. The raping of a giant's dignity. Vince really likes that line yeah, that he does. thought of. Despicable, disgusting, repulsive. They, now they know. One of the odious acts odious. I have ever seen wow. perpetrated on any one man by three. Count them, three individuals: John Stud, Ken Patera. At Bobby Heenan. I am certain as I am standing here that Bobby Heenan is the man solely responsible oh, come on, for planning it all. What? Taking the shears or the scissors to the long hair of Andre the Giant. Stripping Why the do they always do this to him? Blame it's everything always on Bobby. his fault. Somehow. Always is. There's other people involved. They did it too. Andre the Giant down and out in the middle of the ring. It's all Bobby's fault. Like never before. It Who's, is just absolutely unbelievable. Who's over there? By the way, Andre the Giant sustained. By the way, make sure you buy tickets. To this. <laughs> That's what I thought he was going to do. This is the beginning. Oh. Yes. The beginning of a big, big war. Cowboy Bobby. I think it's like the middle because like this feud's been going on for a hundred years. Since like 82. A rumor that I have heard. Or in the 
crowd final. Back now, the new bodyguard for Roddy Piper. Oh, Roddy bodyguard. Piper. I want to be Beady the most dangerous man in professional wrestling, and I dare anybody. Most dangerous. Get out of here, Bob Orton. Cousin here is the Tonga kid. Just okay. try to lay a hand on this man, Daddy. While that Daddy boy is watching. So, man, this is official now, eh? Is this he your is... bodyguard? Yes. Yes, he's my bodyguard. We're talking about Los Angeles, where the Tonga kid and Jimmy Snooker. All this because of Tonga Kid, eh? He's nobody, really f- nobody remembers this. He fucked up a lot, man. Yeah. He fucked up a lot of stuff here for Piper. He's the cause of this, <laughs> yes. like, great pairing. I know. Little sand crabs that you find on the polluted beaches of Los Angeles. I know. I He's getting himself worked up. Look how red he turned. It's great. I know what kind of scum transients come by there. A man of my caliber and a man of my character has to have the most vicious man in professional Where vicious. It's weird that an insane person needs a bodyguard. You would think he wouldn't care. Right, yeah. No, it's a little better than the or he, or an insane person maybe would have heard the word bodyguard and say, I need one of those. <laughs> right. The flamingo, that's where all these relatives I'm talking about are still living. I was smart enough to take a hike and build myself to the king of the sport today. Oh, but Grandmama Snooka and Grandmama Tonga, they're still sitting down there on the beach in L.A. Grandmama. the pretty little beach and sending the money to Jimmy Snooka and sending the money to Wait, he's saying they don't send the money back to Grandmama sends the money to them? That's not nice. They're not supporting Grandmama? They're not supporting Grandmama. <laughs> Grandmama supporting them? Grandmama Snooker and Grandmama Tonga Kid. What is it? Oh, I know. You're going to bring the legend Jimmy Snooker Tonga, huh? You're going to bring all your family to come The legend, by said. Legend. Before Hogan, the legend. Jimmy Snooker. And then we'll bury them in the sand, and years from now they'll evolve. This promo's insane. Evolve? We're talking about evolving now? Make sure you buy the fucking tickets, because it's going to be good. Los Angeles, fucking buy it. Look at that. Ah, wow. Sean Studd holding the hair in the graphic. Man, how much more content is on this episode? I think this is it, right? Oh. Bruno, I'd like to get a comment from you, if we may, concerning what we saw earlier. What I saw was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my entire wrestling career. But I will say this, Andre the Giant, he's up. He was hurt, but he's up. And if I was, here's, you're talking about Patera and John Stout, two of the strongest men in the world. But if I were either one of those two, I'd always look behind me because uh, Andre the Giant is not going to let this... Yeah, I was going to say, like, (laughs) he's going to beat the shit out of you. (laughs) What kind of fucking decision was that? (laughs) He might, like, throw your car in the river. He can. Yeah, while you're in it. Look, midget, yes! Butch Cassidy versus the Haiti Kid. Aww. You don't like the Haiti kid, do you? The biggest heel of all the midget division? Butch Cassidy. I don't want him. I want Tiger. Damn. That's going to be huge next week. Well, it'll be little. Don't say that. What do you mean? And his partner... Mike Rotundo together. Love him. And Mr. USA, Tony Okay, Atlas, fine. Okay. Bring him on. In Piper's pit, Captain Louis Albano. Oh, we got to heal one, which will be boring. Competition. And another We're getting there, though. Yeah. Next week, the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov mm. get it together. Man, there's a lot Plus, of shit next week, huh? Well and then this, and then that. Big John Studd. I wonder if next week on... It's like they care well. about the show, finally. I know. It's amazing. All right, and that does it. Uh, the uh, scope there. Yep, it's gone. Well, Michael, I've got to say... That was quite an episode. That was one of the 
That was another action-packed episode. What I found interesting, Quinn, is that uh, you didn't. But I, I guess it makes sense because you would think that that thing I didn't is really from like see that much. I and I always thought I'm not even kidding. I always thought that that was like much later than this. Did you? I didn't think it was in '84 at all. Yeah, the end of '84. I, I thought it. You want to know what I thought? I thought that that happened, and then he's the machine. Oh no, no. That, okay, that, that was like why I was I like you. my timeline was confused. Because I, 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 I don't know why. I guess I just don't pay attention to his hair at WrestleMania 1. Like, I, I just don't. Remember how poor it is in the graphic and everything? It is shitty. I have something I want to play before we get out of here. What is this? Hey, this Andre Johnny. Excuse me. I will tell you one thing. <laughs> when I was whistling, they didn't call me a giant for no reason. <laughs> Unfortunately, sometimes <laughs> even the biggest of giants need to be awaked. Ha, ha, ha. That's why I use blue chew. <laughs> See, it's your thing, and even after a few minutes of canasta game with bunk, you suddenly have the peak of the French ops in your pants. So don't be chicken. Don't make me not like you. Have the blue chew. But remember, you can't be as big as me. Wow, thanks, Andre. If only Andre had done a podcast with yeah. Conrad Thompson. It would have been amazing. We could have had the Andre blue chew ads. That would have been Conrad's biggest thing. You know what? If Andre was still around, if we got Andre the Giant, we would have immediately, just by default, we had the biggest guy. We would be the biggest podcast. Well, there you go. How do we get Andre up the stairs? It's like, he's so big. I mean, he can walk up the stairs. It's going to be tough because of those blankets that cover the entrance there for him. Take the blankets off. Oh, no. We'll we'll look into this. If you're in this hemisphere, you probably won't need a blanket anytime soon as summer starts tomorrow. We thank you guys so much for being with us here for episode 275 or the 1984 count on December 1st, 84. We will be back next Monday for December 8th, 84 and episode 276 of OVP. In the meantime, Twitter at OVP Podcast, patreon.com slash OVP Podcast if you want the extra stuff. Until next time, I'm Joe Murata, that's Michael Quinn, and we are out of here. See ya. Is he your bodyguard? Yes! Yes, he's my bodyguard. We're talking about Los Angeles, where the Tonga Kid and Jimmy Snooker have got nothing but cousins upon cousins, upon grandmas, upon uncles, and more relatives. They're coming out of the sand like the nasty little sand crabs that you find on the polluted beaches of Los Angeles. I know! I lived at the Flamingo Hotel on Ocean Avenue. I know what kind of scum transit come by there a man of my caliber and a man of my character has to have the most vicious man in professional wrestling to guard my back way you can't be me flamingo you lived at the flamingo that's not exactly the beverly hilton mr piper no it's a little better than the beverly hilton it's the place where the crabs snap at you you see i was smart enough to get out the flamingo that's where all these relatives i'm talking about are still living i was smart enough to take a hike and build myself to the king of the sport today. <laughs> oh, but Grandmama Snooker and Grandmama Tonga, they're still sitting down there on the beach in L.A., stringing the pretty little beads and sending the money to Jimmy Snooker and sending the money to Tonga, you see, to support them because they can't wrestle with a leg. You're talking about prime time here, the greatest professional wrestlers ever in history. Los Angeles knows that. I was fighting giants in Los Angeles in 1977 and never 
never lose him. You think for one second, oh, I know. You're going to bring the legend, Jimmy Schnookatonga, huh? You're going to bring all your family to come and beat us, huh? We're going to have Fijians laying at our feet where they belong. We're going to have Fijians all over the place, huh? And then we'll bury them in the sand, and years from now, they'll evolve. Thank you, Bob Orton, Roddy Piper.